Hello, and welcome to Monco On The Move podcast. I'm Molly Hafner, Director of Marketing at Montgomery County Community College. And I'm Jared Brown, Assistant Dean of Academic Affairs at Monco's Pottstown campus. On today's show, we are going to talk about an exciting new initiative here at Monco that is going to help grow the economy by supporting employee-owned businesses across the region and their employees. Yeah, this year at Monco, we launched the Baker Center of Excellence mm-hmm. for Employee Ownership and Business Transformation. Very exciting. This new center's goal goal is to assist local employers and employees in three ways. It will provide educational programs and resources about employee ownership business models, create an online library of information and resources about ESOPs, and lastly, it will provide high-quality courses and materials for businesses interested in advancing their employees' skills across a variety of functional areas, but all in the context of employee ownership, mm. which is very cool, this idea of employee ownership. Yeah, and it's, you you know, it's not something everybody necessarily knows about. So I yeah. am super excited today I am too. I am too. to talk to our guest, Scott Moon. He is the executive director of the Baker Center. And uh, he's going to he's gonna explain this whole thing. And yep. he's going to tell us about the center and how students here at Monco and businesses in our area can benefit from it. Plus, we'll learn more about Scott and what his plans are for the Baker Center. Great. And we'll cover all that and more when Monco on the Move podcast continues right after this. Ah, it's such a nice day. I'm happy to be outside. Ah, what is that smell? It's my neighbor's stinky cigar. Why are you smoking that stinky cigar? I like my stinky cigar. Yeah. You know smoking is bad and I don't want to smell it. Yeah. I guess you're right. Smoking is a highly addictive habit that can easily become a lifelong addiction and can cause long-term health problems for you and those around you. And it stinks. Stop smoking. Welcome back to Monco on the Move podcast. I'm Jared Brown, and our guest today is Scott Moon, Executive Director of the Baker Center for Employee Ownership and Business Transformation. Welcome, Scott. Hello, Scott. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. So you're pretty new to the college. Uh, you started uh, with us in Jan- July, right? Almost said January. July, <laughs> right? Maybe you should have been here in January. So July, you started in July. And can you tell us a bit about yourself, your background, what brought you to Monco? Sure. Well, I, uh, as you said, I started in July. I have had a pretty long career in financial services, working in banking and consulting in financial services and working for a company that did advisory services in capital markets. And uh, right after right after we sort of got through the first part of COVID, I really decided that I wanted to make a career change. And I began to look for opportunities in the Philadelphia area, really focused on the non-for-profit sector. And I okay. came across this uh, job posting for the Baker Center. And what really caught my my attention was the emphasis on employee ownership because that's something that's really near and dear to my heart. Um, I spent about 10 years working for a company that was employee owned. And so as a result of that, I really feel like I'm in a position to be able to talk about all of the benefits of employee ownership. Uh, I went through a process at that company where we changed from the founder and the founder sold the company to the employees. And it it was a a situation that provided me a tremendous amount of um, professional, um, uh, you know, professional advance and it really was a tremendous culture to work in. And so when I saw the opportunity at the Baker Center, I really felt like this was uh, almost my calling, if, if you will. That's great. That's awesome. That's really interesting, Scott. So um, so you have this kind of personal experience in that. Um, explain for our audience, what is employee ownership and how does that benefit the economy? Where's the connection there? So folks will hear about employee ownership or a term they'll hear uh, bantied about is ESOPs, which stands for Employee Stock Ownership 
ownership plans. It's a particular capital structure for a company that allows companies' employees basically to own the company over a period of time. It's a structure that was put in place many, many years ago, back in 1974, during uh, when some legislation was passed that's referred to as ERISA legislation. And that's what created what many are familiar with, which is called the 401k, which is a way that employees save for retirement. And this, the 401k was put in place to replace what was called the defined benefit pension plan. And the individuals who were framing that legislation felt they needed another option for employees and so created this ESOP option. And the way that it works is really simple. The founder of a company decides that he or she may want to sell the company. They sell the company to what's called an ESOP trust. That ESOP trust then takes out debt to pay the founder. And then that debt is paid back by the company over time. As the debt is repaid, the employees then are allocated shares based upon their compensation and their, their level in, in the company. And those shares then appreciate in value as the company continues to perform well. And then as the employees get towards retirement age, they can then sell the shares back to the company when they leave. And what's really uh, a really great part about this program is each part of those transactions is done in a tax-deferred way. Mm. And so there are tax benefits for the founders, tax benefits for the operating company, and tax benefits for the employees. So at the time of their retirement, they can leave with a a pretty sizable level of assets and really have um, income stability into their retirement, which is something that that is a a big issue in society today. In addition, there's lots of research that's been done on ESOPs, and they show that the companies typically perform better in in down economic markets. Even during COVID, we showed data that uh, employee-owned companies performed much better. They laid off fewer employees. They just provide a level of stability to companies and communities that that is really um, really an important component in today's economy. So it's it's uh, it's an, an economic and a capital structure that can provide significant benefits for a variety of individuals and communities. And certainly, that's one of the reasons why the Baker Center was started. And I know there are already a number of employee-owned companies here in the county right? Going a little off, but um, something that you said to me before was that Wawa is an employee-owned Wawa company. Wawa is an employee-owned company. I did not company. know oh, that. Wow. And if you, if you walk into a Wawa, you'll see the associates working behind the, the register, and yeah. it will say employee-owned on their name tags. Okay. Yeah. So Wawa is a very well-known employee-owned company. Uh, Public Supermarket is another hmm. national mm. chain that's employee-owned. Uh, there, are, there are others. Bradford White, those of you who buy water heaters for your basements yep. and your homes, Bradford White is an employee-owned company. Sheets is an employee-owned company. Yeah. I know we don't like to talk about that. In <laughs> yeah, exactly. not here. But we'll in talk about that's that. That's where I. That's that's where I grew up. <laughs> oh. I love sheets. And you'll but you'll see employee ownership is a concept that's applied to a variety of organizations. So manufacturing companies, professional services firms, uh, convenience stores. Um, uh, the other the other interesting industry where you see a number of employee owned companies is in craft beer. Um, mm. New Belgian Brewery was an employee owned company yeah. prior to it being acquired. Um, locally, Dogfish Head was an employee owned company yeah. before it was acquired. Yeah. So does the size of the company matter? You typically see employee ownership or ESOPs be put in place when companies reach about $10 million in revenue. That's sort of the lower end. Okay. And then the upper end is somewhere in the four to $500 million in revenue. Very interesting. Um, it's, it's really, what's interesting about employee ownership in terms of, of company performance and structure is that um, employee ownership typically leads to a higher level of employee engagement. Right. And when employees right. are more engaged in their yeah. companies, the companies tend to perform better. And so that's one of the big reasons why uh, a founder may choose 
choose to put an employee ownership structure in place. Do um, employees tend to stay there longer? You'll see you'll see greater employee stability, um, greater retention of retention, employees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some companies are able to use it as a recruiting tool. So, for example, in um, on the professional services side, in architectural engineering firms, pretty much every firm is an, is an employee-owned firm, is an hmm. ESOP. And so new architects coming out of school evaluate the ESOP program uh, as, as mm, one of the criteria I they see. use when choosing employment. But even locally, we'll, we've met with a number of employee-owned companies in the area. One that's fairly well-known is an HVAC provider, IT Landis, which is located up in Harleysville. Yep. They're employee-owned. They've been employee, the company has been in business, I think, over 100 years, wow. and it's been employee-owned for about seven. But uh, in speaking with the leadership of the company, they've seen tremendous growth since they adopted an employee-owned model. And, uh, and not only tremendous growth of the company, but tremendous growth of the retirement assets of the employees working for the company. And it's, a, it's an incredibly it's an incredible recruiting tool for them. So you're here at Monco. Can you tell us a little bit about the Baker Center? What is it? Where is it located? How did it launch? <laughs> is it physically located? Yeah. Somewhere? Is it physically located? So it's <laughs> physically located in Park House Hall. Yeah. Uh, All right. The, the center, which consists of me, sits in the <laughs> academic affairs. But uh, rumor has it that there's some space uh, that may be set aside for the Baker Center once we get okay. to a point where we may need that. But the Baker Center was started really to provide a number of services to the business community, to the college, and to get in, uh, students involved in the concept of employee ownership uh, as well. So yeah. the mission of the center really is threefold. Um, it's, number one, to provide uh, programs and services to local businesses who are either employee-owned or contemplating employee ownership. The second component is to provide an online resource library of very practical, curated content for those companies. So we are already pulling together case studies around employee ownership, white papers that talk about the benefits of employee ownership, uh, how-to documents of what's an implementation plan look like, or what do I need to think about if I'm contemplating employee ownership. Um, And then we'll also be developing specific training, educational training programs, and that lead towards certification in employee ownership. So I'm really excited because our first first program is scheduled for November 17th. Very excited about that. Uh, We're going to do that in partnership with the Pennsylvania uh, Council for Employee Owners and bringing together small groups of um, leaders of employee-owned companies to really talk about issues that are pertinent to them. Those are the roundtables that you're talking about. That's the Employee Ownership Business Roundtable. It's a a four-part series that we're going to kick off the the Baker Center with. So if I was a business student, could I observe it, participate, watch it, see it? Well, there'll be, we we will make the content available. For our our initial program, what our intention is, is to bring together leaders of employee-owned companies and really position the Baker Center as a place where they can convene and talk about very critical issues. Uh, We're going to do that virtually at first, but given the incredible assets the college has, we're going to uh, turn that into face-to-face as soon as we're allowed to do that in a way sure. that, that makes sense. Um, in terms of students, there's a number of ways that we envision students getting involved in the Baker Center. Uh, number one, at some point in the next few weeks, I hope to uh, to see a posting uh, for a student <laughs> to help me in the in the Baker Center. Oh, great. So that's the first that's the first item. The second um, the second component of that will be bringing students uh, involved in some of these programs um, and where they'll be able to hear leaders of these businesses talk mm-hmm. about what what the uh, what they're what's most important to them about employee ownership. And then lastly, we've started some discussions around the curriculum um, and to see how we can how we can incorporate the concepts of employee ownership into the curriculum, the business curriculum in areas like accounting and finance and management, organizational behavior and marketing. So it's it's a really, really big part of the business curriculum as well. That's great. No, there's so many. I think there's just so 
many possible tie-ins. It's it's really exciting, and it's real world too. You know, it's it's actually making change in the county, in the community, as well as a learning tool. So it just goes both ways. It's kind of cool. We really feel strongly that the employee ownership component is is something that's going to play a bigger role in the economy overall. Uh, you see a number of a lot of legislation coming down that targets employee-owned companies, and there's and in some states, Pennsylvania, not quite yet, but in some states there are some programs that are put in place exactly to support employee owners. So it's an, it's an exciting time to be part of this topic. So if someone's interested in learning more about the Baker Center, where would they go? How would they find you? All right. Well, this is this is exciting. Uh, the first place you could go is to our URL, which is uh, www.mc3.edu backslash Baker. Yep. Sure. So that's the first place you can go okay. to. I encourage anyone to contact me through email, mm-hmm. smoon at mc3.edu. Uh, walk into the academic affairs <laughs> pod if I if I I'm there or if someone's there. Um, or if you see me just walking around campus, just pull me aside and uh, I'm happy to talk to you about what we're doing or what opportunities there are in the area of employee ownership. Great. I know that uh, a number of pieces have been added to the website, right? So that library is starting to be, you said, case studies and other materials on the website so people can check that out. And, a- absolutely. I really yeah. encourage that. There's some great stories about companies and uh, and companies and how employee ownership has benefited not just the company, but the community and their yeah. employees as well. I can see that. Scott, it was absolutely a pleasure to have you. I feel like I am continuing to learn more about this, and it was just really great to talk to you. Um, We've learned so much today, and um, we will have you back soon to learn more about what's going on with the Baker Center as new things come on the horizon. I know that you're a a go-getter, and you're going to make things happen. It's already a ton has happened so far. I want to give a special thank you to our sound recording and music technology student, Quinn Senta, who produced today's show. And thank you for listening to Monco on the Move podcast. Check back soon to hear more stories from our Monco family. Until next time, I'm Jared Brown. And I'm Molly Hafner, and thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to Monco on the Move. Students at Montgomery County Community College working in the sound recording and music technology program record, edit, and produce this podcast. Check out mc3.edu forward slash on the move to listen to our latest episode or download our podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also learn about the latest episodes by following us on social media. Have a guest in mind you think would be great for the podcast? Email Eric Devlin at edevlin at mc3.edu or Diane Van Dyke at dvandyke at mc3.edu. And come back next time to find out more about what's happening at your community college and catch our Montco Momentum.